Okay, and we are recording. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey. So I, I've been taking a look at the scripts. We're yeah. doing a new season of Starship Mudskipper. Yeah. This is super Finally, exciting. Finally, people have been asking for this for so long. For ages. Oh, my God. For so, so long. People have been getting angry every time we do a Noir City Blues because it's not Starship Mudskipper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, down the line, obviously, we have to converge those universes to prove that it, in fact, was Starship Mudskipper all the time. But Wait, we have been sprinkling in the hints. Turns out Noir City Blues has been a holodeck simulation <laughs> the entire time on the Starship Mudskipper. We actually have had some people do like a, a theorizing session and they asked me if it was accurate uh, where they're like, so is Guy a descendant of Dictective and, and things like that? <laughs> Wait, really? And, I, I just say it's whatever you want until we say otherwise. We're developing some lore, y'all. <laughs> I love it. Well, now we've given away a twist ending, so now we have to do like a twist twist ending. <laughs> where it's actually the reverse, where uh, Dictative <laughs> is the descendant of Guy, and time is not cyclical. That's right. I mean, if we learn anything from Starship Mudskipper, it is that progress is not linear. So uh, <laughs> we can make it back to noir any old time. So I'd like to talk about the the a few of um I don't want to say obstacles in terms of casting. Yeah. Uh opportunities? I I'm thinking maybe obstacles. Obstacultunities. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so one, I've checked with everybody and all the regulars are back on board. All of our friends are in. So yes. that's good, considering we don't pay them. I know. <laughs> we pay them in friendship points. Redeemable for more friendship. <laughs> uh, you know, the first time we did this, we did uh, feed everybody pizza. And I think that we set an unrealistic standard there because mm. <laughs> now we can't do pizza every time. <laughs> so... Obviously, you say you read the script. I, well, I've given a look over it. I just, I want to make sure that I'm clear on some things. So the action spans 5,000 years? And some change, yes. Um, uh -huh. It's mostly just the very beginning and end of that 5,000-year gap. But we are going to start with um, a new character that is also going to need to be voiced by you. Right, so... I'm playing Guy and I'm playing someone else who talks to Guy a lot. Do you do you foresee any clarity issues there? No, no I can't imagine anything going wrong there. OK, cool. I'll uh, I'll I'll do a voice. <laughs> and speaking of new characters, I, I, I did a count. There are 17 new characters. Is it really that many? That is twice as many as I thought that it was. I mean, we do a good job of killing them off almost as quickly as we introduce them. But <laughs> I just wondered, like, have y'all made new friends that I don't know about that you want to invite uh, on board this no, thing? No, I don't have any other friends. This is funny you bring this up. I did have an idea. So you guys remember last season during our musical episode where we got Mr. Creepypasta on board? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So... I was going to maybe reach out to uh, another voice artist that I know from the community, Dark Somnium. I was going to maybe see if he would like to join us aboard the Starship Mudskipper. Uh, we'll probably kill him off at the end of his episode, too. It's just what we do. If even at the end. So that's one out of 17, if he's if he's good with it. One down. Okay. 16 to go. And it looks like MCP is back with us, too. Is that right? Yes. I, I talked to him, and uh, the first thing he said when I brought it up was like, 
He's still alive? <laughs> yeah, I was just, didn't his character get like stabbed in the neck? Stabbed in the neck, yes. Stabbed in the neck and he makes a death gurgle, I think is what we actually put in the script. It was literally death gurgle. <laughs> My death gurgle was greatly over-exaggerated. <laughs> but uh, I just thought that there was still room to finish his story. And I talked to him and he said... This is a direct quote. He said, yeah, I'm down to clown anytime. Well, and <laughs> on the note of, of down to clown, I'm I'm just noting the the sort of vividness of some of these character names. So we are we're zooming out on the universe a bit. We have Galactic Emperor. Mm-hmm. We have Imperial Minions. Mm-hmm. We have Simple Country Lawyer, Plant Monster, <laughs> Imperial <laughs> Fetishist number one. Like there's a lot of variety here. So I'm wondering is the idea that we go searching far and wide for like the perfect fits for these, or do we do what we always do and just jam the people we already have into whichever <laughs> roles they're willing to do? Well, uh, first off, sorry for all the background noise. I'm in a, a coffee store right now. I could ask some of these patrons if they want to do a voice. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. Uh, I guess we ran out of friends, but the friends we do have don't seem to mind doing multiple voices. Yeah, they're pretty talented. Uh, So that's all that you have to say for yourself after writing (laughs) this many characters. I I didn't want to restrain myself when writing. I'm putting this on Jack. He's the one who Uh, added like six new characters uh, to the first episode. um, Simple country lawyer, imperial fetishist number one, and several others are on your shoulders, (laughs) Mafo. Okay, but who doesn't want to play imperial fetishist number one? Come on. Okay, if we were just going to like reach out to somebody at random and be like, we would love to offer you this role. (laughs) And give them minion two. I mean, I guess that's what I'm going to have to do since I'm coordinating the casting of this thing. Oh, here's here's what I think. Show our friends the list and say if any of these characters speak to you, if you just have like a connection to Imperial Fetishist number one, let us know. I think what we're going to have to do is get there the day that we record and hold auditions like auditions amongst our friends i think so we've never done it before but like well there is a little bit of precedence for this do you remember when we were doing the the random computer voices and it was just kind of a free-for-all where who can do an impression of what oh yeah and there is some like accent work or like impersonation work in some of the roles that we have okay okay whoever like can hit that note the best is gonna work best day of rather than trying to speculate who might Sure. And we did that with the audio ransom note in Noir City Blues as well. So, okay, y'all are totally right. I think the worst that can happen is that it ends up being stupid and hilarious. And that's a pretty great worst case scenario. I mean, that's honestly what we're aiming for is stupid and hilarious. Yeah. Shoot for hilarious. And you might hit the stupid stars, you know, (laughs) shoot for the stupid stars. (laughs) Alternate name for our podcast. The stupid stars. Okay, I guess we have planned our way out of having a plan. We'll see how this goes. All right. All right. Sounds like a kind of plan. By the seat of our pants, as always. <laughs> so, on the day of... Okay, so we we named these roles Imperial Fetishists, number one and number two. So, who feels like they can suitably admire the Emperor as he goes by? Merk, Merk, could you please do a version where you're like far away from the microphone like that? That was great. (laughs) Can we get somebody on to be number two? I'll do do number two. Okay, so Merk, kick us off with exactly what you just did. Oh, hi, Emperor! Please try to pop my Imperial 
Oh, most divine emperor, press a red-hot brand with your insignia into the softest parts of my flesh. Oh, put him and his entire family in the gulag dimension. Oh, oh, put me in the gulag dimension! Choose me! Good. That's so good. Okay. That is so good. I think we've landed that one. (laughs) We know now what Imperial Fetishism sounds like. (laughs) Thank y'all very much for listening. We have a great time making this show. And for us, the process is at least as important as the end result. So we want to give you a window into that process. We're going to be sharing the new season of Starship Mudskipper really soon. In the meantime, if you'd like to get more of a preview, we have the script for the first episode of the new season, written by our own Jack Townsend, available on our Ko-Fi. It's viewable right now by anyone who has ever donated any amount, whether that's recurring or a one-off. And if you'd like to check it out, you can head over to ko-fi.com slash the snake's paw and support the show with any amount down to a dollar to get access. In other news, our merch store is live. We got a bunch of stuff in there that is conceived and designed by a team of our own Matthew and our pal Merck, who you heard screaming the lines of Imperial Fetishist number one in this episode. So if you or anyone you know needs a t-shirt that says, keep calm and jettison stowaways into the vacuum of space, look no further. You can find the merch store via our website, thesnakespaw.com. It's also linked at our Instagram, at thesnakespaw, or via our YouTube page, also thesnakespaw. We are so looking forward to sharing the rest of the fruits of this recording session really soon. See you then.